Hello, everyone. Welcome to Small Biz Tips. Guy, I'm here with my good friend, Billy, the YouTube genius. What's going on, bro? Man, what's going on? Happy to be here. It's a blessing. Thank you for having me. Thank you for jumping on. Before we even start with anything, you're talking about a lot of acquisition with YouTube channel. A lot of people don't even know about that. What's been your biggest acquisition to date with YouTube channels? So I'll start off by saying um, most people talk about their wins. I lost 100000 last year buying Ooh. channels. Uh, I went on a frenzy of just like, man, I want to, I want passive income and the mm -hmm. fastest way is to buy channels. Didn't have any information because there was no courses or anything. So mm -hmm. I bought a bunch of channels at once and they were all distressed. Didn't understand the difference between buying a channel or a business that's already run properly and a business that needs work. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I lost a hundred thousand, but my biggest, uh, I would say I brokered a deal that was 1.5 million. Um, my biggest personal acquisition was 70K. Congrats, man. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. So you, you just opened up like a whole new world, man. Because when I saw your post on, on Facebook, you were like, you know, buying this channel, working in this deal. I'm like, hold up. Can people do this? Because a lot of people don't even know you can do this with YouTube. So yeah. before we get into the gems, tell us more about who's Billy. So um, my name is Billy. I'm originally from Fort Benning, Georgia. I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee uh, with me dad passed when I was six years old. So mm -hmm. I was kind of all over the place with my mom raising me as a single parent. Um, my brother passed away. My dad passed away a year apart from each other. So I kind of had this fear in my head at a young age that I need to make money because I want to help mom. And if she goes away, uh, I don't know where I'm going to go. Uh, I had wow. family, but they weren't mom. So um, early on, got into sports as my outlet. I uh, grew up in Nashville, went to Brentwood Academy in Brentwood, Tennessee. From there, I had a scholarship to go play for a Naval Academy uh, in Annapolis, Maryland. Didn't want to be in the in the Navy for a year. I was kind of hothead, like, man, I want to go to the NFL. So uh, I transferred to University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, spent the year there. Uh, wasn't starting. They registered me. So I left there and went to Middle Tennessee State University, where I finished up um, with a degree in finance and concrete industry management. Now, a lot of people don't know what concrete industry management yeah, is. Yeah, talk about that. What is that? <laughs> um, it's it's actually like pretty much being an engineer without having to be an engineer. So hmm. companies like ReadyMix and Asphalt, they need yeah. managers because there was um, the job cuts in 2008 when we had that, that market yeah. crash. There was a big um, kind of hole, a gap there. So these companies actually come to our school at MTSU and they recruit us to be in these management programs. Okay. So you pretty much have job offers like your junior year. So I learned about this from a teammate and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to, I just want to make some money after college, forget football. So I <laughs> uh, started doing that uh, for like nine months, but I was actually trading in, in college. So I always had a business nice. going. Sneak, That's awesome. sneakers. You trade yeah. options or? No, I was trading uh, at the time. I started with stocks. Mm -hmm. um, GoPro was actually my first stock that I bought. And then I got into Activision, didn't have a clue what I was doing. Um, so that's why I got the finance background, because I wanted to understand how to trade. Because um, yeah. I've always been the type of guy, like, go straight to the source. You want to learn something, yeah. you go to YouTube, whatever, but just dive right in. Um, so after I quit my job, I started trading crypto. So XRP mm. uh, and commodities like gold, oil, silver. So I started trading and I was building my business on the side. So I was in the e-commerce at the time. I had this wow. company called uh, Coast to Coast. It was a clothing brand. Um, put a lot of money into that. We had to shut it down because we didn't understand business at the time. Um, then I started Munchie Box, which was a, you ever heard of GoPuff? 
No, what's that? Talk to me. <laughs> uh, GoPuff is this, it's like bringing the gas station to you, the convenience store to you. So you get on the app just like Uber Eats and you can yeah. order like snacks, but now you can actually order like home goods and things like that. But um, Munchie Box was like a snack box for people wow. that it's 420. So people that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but the problem is you go, I'm homeless. I'm building my business. I just quit my job. So I'm building my business. Um, yeah, sleeping on my friends. For... So from college, you graduated, you mm -hmm. got this good job, but you always had a side hustle. Right. right? And it's to me, I'm noticing that you would start something, you know, it seems like things didn't go so well, but you don't give up. You'll start something else. You know right. what I mean? It, right. I, I love it. Like you, you were, you had that tenacity to keep going. Right. right. So it, it, <laughs> most people would see it as like, kind of like you're trying to, you jack of all trades. My thing was more so I was building the skill set of sales marketing. Yeah. I didn't notice at the time, but I was just trying to figure out what did I have that burning desire to do? Um, and I had to pivot because when you quit your job, I didn't have any money in savings. I was living paycheck to paycheck. So wow. car gets repoed. Um, I have to move out of my apartment. So I'm sleeping on my friend's floor. This is in Florida. I'm in Fort Myers, Florida, and I'm still trying to get back into football. So I didn't mention that. I'm trying to get signed to a pro team and I quit my senior year. So I had no film <laughs> in my senior year. No, but in my head, it's like, I can do whatever, right? I can yeah. do whatever I put my mind to. So to make a long story short, I'm training to play for this pro team, uh, this arena mm -hmm. football team. I'm building my business. I'm trading on the side and mm -hmm. I have Munchie Box and I'm trading. I actually get, I go to the trial. I get picked up by the team. They were called the Tampa Bay Storm. They get shut down. So I get what? picked up. I'm like, finally going to make some money. They Jeez. shut down the whole operations. They're still not a team to this day. So um, I'm like, okay, I got to pivot again. <laughs> and I continue to do all these different side hustles. But ultimately, um, I ended up being around entrepreneurs that were doing Amazon FBA. And this is uh -huh. before there was no one selling courses on this at this time. It's like 2017, 2018. Wow. And so none of them had like a big personal brand. None of them were selling courses. So I'm learning Amazon FBA. I'm learning, uh, one of them had a marketing company for roofers and, and HVAC. So I'm learning marketing. Uh, one of them was an option trader. So I'm learning their mindset behind trading. And they actually bought properties from their profit. So they were really yeah. trading. Um, and the other guy had a moving company and he was trading Forex. So I'm around all these entrepreneurs. They're in MLMs. I'm, in, I'm around all these entrepreneurs, affiliate so marketing. And subconsciously, I'm getting all this information. I didn't know it at the time, but they're like giving me books to read. They're, they're teach. I'm watching what they do, their their habits. Um, so I'm. And that's like a graduate degree. <laughs> exactly. That was a graduate degree. So um, I study all them, and I decide to move back home uh, mm -hmm. after about a year and a half. So now I'm back on mom's couch. Uh, I'm back at home. Everyone's in the family. Like Sky, why didn't he stay at Navy? Why didn't he go? Like, it's a bunch of this. Why didn't you do this? Um, but that's when I started getting into affiliate marketing and real estate. And mm. I don't, you know, want to get too deep into the story, but I'm trying to give you like pretty much the pillars of my life yeah. or how I got to YouTube. Because a lot of people always think, well, how did you get to YouTube? I'm like, well, it's actually, this is what happened. These different steps of trying this business, failing in this business, not understanding marketing, understanding it. Um, so I get into affiliate marketing. And at the same time, I'm getting into wholesaling real estate. So mm -hmm. I'm starting to learn some patterns. I'm like, a lot of these businesses are really the same. 
Affiliate yeah. marketing is really the next step after affiliate marketing is creating your own product. And after that, mm -hmm. it's your course or consultancy. So uh, start getting some mentorship, uh, start learning about click funnels, reading all the books, putting 18 hour days in. I mean, I'm not going to club. I'm not going out with friends. I'm barely eating. But wait, wait, host, like, how old are you at that time? I want people to really understand this. Um, this was 2019, 2018, 2019. So I'm around 23, 22, 23, 24 wow. range. Do, do you know how many 23-year-old is not doing what you did, right? Because, you know, mm -hmm. they're focused on girls, focused on going to the club, yeah. while you were focusing more, let me put myself around the right people and let me figure out right. how to do this. Congrats, man. That's well, I don't, I don't want people to get confused. In college, I was the ladies' man. Like that was my, <laughs> that was the problem. Is that I was too focused on. Uh, I was able to do well in school and do well in yeah. the field, but I had my distraction, my focus was so all over the place um, that I, I, I got upset with myself after college. I'm like, mm -hmm. you've had two repos, you lost, your, you've been homeless, you're back on your mom's couch. What have you been doing these past, the decisions you made the last five years are all now, this is the sum yeah, total of those yeah, decisions. Yeah. So yeah, you, you had, you know, nice cars and you made some money in college, whatever, but like, what are you, where are you at right now? So I got, I got angry with myself and I just mm -hmm. locked in. I focused. It was forget the dates, forget the women. Like right now it's 18 hour days and we're, we're learning we're, whatever it takes. Uh, I could miss my friend to quit his job at planet fitness to come get but me every day. And How'd you do that? <laughs> I told him we was gonna make 10k in 30 days if he okay. listened to me. And that so that was with wholesaling real estate. I said, yeah. listen, I got a friend that's doing well in wholesaling real estate. We went to high school together. He's gonna kind of help us out. We just gotta find him a deal. And he's like, All right, well, what's the plan? I'm like, come get me every day, Monday through Friday. We're gonna drive around the neighborhood, we're gonna wow. start with one zip code, and we're gonna build a list. So I want people to really understand that like money starts by a service, a product mm -hmm. or service. We had no money. Me and my friend were dead broke, but we we realized there was a service we could do, which was find investors, find yeah. them deals, find homeowners that wanted to get rid of their properties, like right now, structure that deal, and then we make the fee in the middle. We create the deal, we make the fee in the middle. Um, so that was how I kind of, that's a whole nother story. We closed yeah, the deal yeah. for 30 days. <laughs> We didn't make 10K, but we started an LLC without starting an LLC. So we didn't have, we didn't pay to get the LLC registered. So we had a check in a business name that didn't exist. And wow. it's Christmas time. So <laughs> shout out to Navy. Reasons. I love it though. You, you're yeah. learning as you go. Shout out to Navy Federal, man, because they were like, I've been with them since I was in the Navy and they mm. cashed the check, but we learned a valuable lesson. We had business cards, it's the, the company <laughs> shirts, but, but we didn't have company. a business. We never had a real company. Uh, <laughs> so, and it was Christmas time. He made promises, I made promises. Oh and it's like, uh, ultimately we ended up splitting up because we took the money and tried to scale and we didn't know what we were doing. Mm. And he went on to continue trying to do real estate. I went on to um, starting my agency. Because okay. I realized that they were the same thing. And I would much rather deal with teaching people Maybe. how to market and sell than to get into the the, the house thing. But now I have all those things I did now are back full swing. So I have those companies still. I just, they run way more better now. Of course, um, you've learned. <laughs> that's, that's me in a nutshell is I fell forward a lot. I've had a lot of failures publicly because all these companies, I, I publicly put them out there. And mm. I still feel to this day. But that's who I am is is uh someone that just likes to build. And if it doesn't work out, I pivot and 
we just keep going. Yeah, I, I love it. That's the fact that you pivot um, every time. Like you didn't give up. A lot of people would be like, ah, screw this. I'll go back to the job. You are like, I'm going to figure it out. Which takes me to my next question, right? When you started that agency, when did you say, huh, there's an opportunity on YouTube? Like what happened when you first started that agency to that mm -hmm. opportunity on YouTube? Great question. Um, so my agency around the time, the the people I looked up to was like Sam Ovens and Traffic and Funnels. Uh -huh. And I started realizing that all of them had their unique, like Traffic and Funnels was really good at ads. Sam Ovens was really good at like the the messaging. And yeah. then um, I ended up realizing that I didn't have what they had. If I want to compete with them, I need to understand their back ends. And I couldn't afford to hire traveling and funnels at the time. So mm -hmm. I found a friend that went through Sam Ovens program and he kind of taught me the high ticket stuff. So we're mm -hmm. on calls, closing deals together. And I'm like, oh, you people really paying like high ticket for this, for us to write emails for them. And so um, once I had enough money, I got on a call with traveling and funnels. They laughed at me. They were like, what are you selling your, your trading program for? I'm like, uh, like 97 bucks at the most 500 bucks for real estate coaching. And they're like, that that's not enough. So I went and found someone that learned from them that went through mm. their program and went to go work for them. Mm. And, uh, so shout out to Alec Hick at ad outreach. I went to go work for him and I started learning what a company really looks like on the back end. It's more than just having a great ad. Yeah. What's your fulfillment? Like what's the back end? And um, that's what he really taught me was the back end. But he actually has a faceless channel. Um, and um, that's when I kind of came in contact with, all right, so if you have a business and you're trying to live off the business, you're going to really put yourself in a bad position. He was mm. living off the YouTube channel, his faceless channel, and then mm. the business money was able to grow the business. So being in contact with, okay, Traveling Funnels is spending this much on Facebook and Alec is spending this much on YouTube and I'm spending this much to help clients with e-com. I'm like, I want to be on the opposite side of that coin. Mm. Rather than paying for attention, I want to get paid for attention. And I saw that trend happening around 2021. And now you can see Alex and Mosey and these guys, Gary, yeah. they're spending a ton of money on content, not yeah. ads, more content. So I, I got a question here, right? Uh, uh, Alric, it's freaking, he's a freaking genius. I went through his mm -hmm. program and uh, that's how I actually learned how to leverage YouTube ads. So wow. <laughs> it's crazy, right? The small world. So when you said, you said something about the trend when it comes to attention, mm -hmm. right? Uh, talk a bit more about that because a lot of people don't understand, you know, the person with the most attention wins, right? Mm -hmm. So elaborate a bit more about how do you go about doing that and then you know when you saw that he had that faceless channel did you this is was that when you said okay i'm gonna put a hundred thousand and just buy all these channels or did you try a few <clears throat> channels first and that didn't work out yeah so i'll start with that question first once i realized what he was doing um i decided to get back into my agency hooked on funnels and i decided to do 101 and i was like all this money i'm gonna make I don't want to grow this agency. I want to start putting money into finding the best content creators. So mm. I started a channel. It flopped. I put like 20K into it. It flopped. Um, and then I just started having people reach out to me. The more I talked about faceless channels at the time, we called them cash cow YouTube channels. Yeah. More people reached out and I was giving them an opportunity to do content for me. So we started a channel around celebrity drama and mm. that channel ended up doing well and we sold it. And so I took that money and I started being able to acquire more channels. 
Uh, mm. It was small. It was small acquisitions at that time. So I was trying to kind of stay in my niche of celebrity drama, but I decided to go out and niche more. And that's when I spent the hundred thousand. That was last year of when I started to do um, soccer. I got into um, Elon Musk. Mm. I got into science or how it's made. I bought a bunch of channels and I just put my head down. And I was like, you know what? Um, some of these channels wasn't my own capital. Uh, yeah. I'll get into that later. But yeah, that's how ultimately it got started was after working with Alaric, I got back into my company, took that money, started investing, trying to just network, find the best content creators, who's really doing this. Um, and then the second part of that question, um, you had asked me about the attention. Yeah. How did how does the attention work? Well, I look at attention. Attention is like energy, right? Energy, they say, is not created or destroyed. You just have you can create it. Like if I was feeling sluggish before this interview, all I have to do is just kind of like get the energy to come to me. Yeah. Right. It's the same thing with attention. Everyone's trying to create attention out of thin air, but they don't understand that attention is already out there. You just have to put yourself in front of it. Great example um, is if you go to a big uh, IG page called Wealth at Wealth. All these faceless channels, these faceless IG pages, they post all day, every day. Yeah. If you go comment under their post, that's bringing attention to you. I just go put YouTube channels for sale every day, every time they post, and people start following my page. Wow. They look at my page. So I just it's took a attention right there. <laughs> that was there, and I didn't have to create it myself. That was already there. Um, so you just have to understand the types of attention. You have earned attention and unearned attention. Kind of like um, when we talk about ads, you have paid and organic, right? Paid is quick. I can put a dollar in, get two, get my data, get my feedback. We're good to go. Organic is going to take time, energy, effort. It's the same thing with attention. If you want to get earned attention, you're going to have to put out content all the time. Mm -hmm. If you want unearned attention, all you have to do is just pay money for it. You can go pay these different faceless uh, IG accounts or mm -hmm. pay for shout outs. And that's going to bring you that unearned attention. It's just, you pay money for it. So you just have to understand the types of attention and which one are you ready for? Uh, yeah. if you don't want to be on the camera, create some faceless brands and pay a team to make you content all the time. And so now the, I, I, I want to get into that a little bit, right? You get the channel, you pay team to do content for you. Your face never mm -hmm. shows. Right. And then you're right. able to build that up. It generate revenue and then you can package it and sell it. Right. So that to me is mind blowing because a lot of people don't even know you could do that. So tell me a little bit more about that process. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you have the unearned attention, you have the attention that the organic attention. So right. one, how do you even identify what topic to talk about that will grab people's attention? Mm -hmm. And two, how do you put the team together? And three, how do you package it to sell it? <laughs> so that okay, yeah. great question. So you would need to understand the five pillars of the business model. So five pillars of building a faceless channel uh, mm -hmm. to really understand this business. Most people that get into this, they go to YouTube looking for for information about it, or they buy a book, or they buy a course, yeah. but they don't they don't understand the five pillars. And if you don't get all five pillars right, I call them the levers then mm. you're going to, you're not going to be successful in it. So um, when we talk about how does this business model work, think of yourself as an executive producer. Okay. I'm 50 cent. So I have power. I have BMF, yeah. right? I'm not, I don't have to be in it, but I'm, I'm the executive producer. So I'm responsible for putting the right actors in place, 
the right yeah. directors, the right um screen, the screen, the the writers, the um the the editors, mm-hmm. the uh, the team, pretty much. Yep. What's I have this idea and I want to put it together. So the first way to start is to think of pillar one. The first pillar is research. You okay. never want to start a channel without understanding what you're getting into. So that includes your niche. When you say topics, how do we even know a topic? Well, let's say I'm very interested in just look at cable. Actually, if you go to YouTube TV or you go to, to uh, look on your TV, look at the popular network. So like Lifetime, yeah. um, they have cars, they have uh, ESPN. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's let's use ESPN for example. Well, ESPN has every different type of sport. Well, yeah. let's sub niche that. I don't want a channel that has every, that has all the sports, the general sports. I want to just do football. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's niche even more. I can do football documentaries, or I can do um, ex luxury football. So the luxury, the luxurious life of Tom Brady, the mm. twenty million. So I can wow. just look at the football players, the contracts, and how they live their life. So we yeah. can get very niche down. So in, in pillar one and research, I'm going to dig deep and find channels that actually are doing this successfully. Once I find those channels, we're then going to analyze their videos. What videos work? Because if I'm doing a season one of a show, before yeah. I go spend my money, I want to look at who did this already. Did they do it well? What did they do well? And how can we do it better? Wow. So now I have their videos that went viral. I have mm-hmm. all the channels that went viral. So the next piece of that to actually have different uh, topics, as you mentioned, how do you come up with the idea for the video is mm-hmm. you put all of their videos into a spreadsheet. You put all of their thumbnails into a spreadsheet and now you can see clearly, okay, this is what people like. How can I create a spin to this? How mm. can I create, if a million people watch this video, how can I make 10 million people watch it? How can I go broader? Right? So we can get deeper into that, but ultimately you have to understand what type of channel you're building. If you're building yeah. a search-based channel, which means you're going for a search engine optimization, you're going for SEO and you're going for what people are searching, you now have a fishing pole. You're trying to catch a particular fish, which yeah. means it's going to be hard to get a million views when you can throw a net and try to catch what that's a million people want to yeah. watch. So that's phase one is research. If you don't spend a lot of your time there, that's where I spend 90% of my time you're going to lose. You're going to lose a, a company like mine because we're finding all those gaps. Um, and then phase- Do you have a team that's doing the research or are you doing most of the research yourself? So we have, we're actually working on a software, but right now we have a full team that all they do is just put in random word generators. So like fishing, flowers, garden. We just found a channel that um, we're building right now in the farming niche. People are interested in how, Things are harvested and farmed and cultivated. Yeah. So plums, oranges, millions of views. Not a lot of competitors either. So they always, mm-hmm. they bring me, they go do the research, they bring me the topics, and then I go deeper and try to um, put a unique spin to it. Because if I'm interested in it, then I'm the executive producer. I have to put yeah. the team together for that. Um, which is, So that's phase one. <laughs> phase one is research. Okay. Phase two is, is team. So once you have the idea, you have the niche, you have all the research, now you need the right team to do. Mm-hmm. You need the, the voice editor. You need the, the writer. Let's start with the writer. They write the scripts. Mm-hmm. You need the voiceover artist that's going to speak over the script. You then need an editor that's going to get the clips and make all of it come together. And then you need a thumbnail designer. 
that's pretty much going to sell the idea. So the the topic, the title, and the thumbnail sell the idea. Um, wow. If you if you think about it like Netflix, when you go to Netflix, if you're on the homepage of Netflix and you do a show or movie, you're going to be exposed to billions of viewers. So yeah. you're, you're going to you're going to get views. Now with YouTube, it's the same thing. If your video, if your title is 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 optimized and your thumbnail is optimized, and the title is good, you impress YouTube, they're going to push you to the homepage, which mm. means you're now exposed to billions of viewers and of impressions. But what's going to make people click? It's the title and the thumbnail. Yeah. So that's where you should start with when you do a video idea, you should start with the title, the idea, then a title, then the thumbnail. And then you have your team work on the video because if they don't click, it doesn't matter if mm -hmm. how great your video is. Uh, I spent $1,200 on one video for one of our channels and it's a great video. It's called the history of cars, but you know, it's the first video on the first, on the new channel. And yeah. I think right now, if you look at it, it probably has like 500 views. So you got to be ready for that. I'm like, man, I got this great idea and uh, your video flops. Wow. wow. So you're giving us so much gem. Um, so we have number one, research number two, team number three. Make sure you have the right keywords, right? The test, the test. So uh, pillar three is test. So once you have test. your um, your idea, your video ideas, you're going to start with 10. Always test with 10 because YouTube mm -hmm. needs time to figure out what your channel is about. Put 10 videos on that channel. Uh, if it doesn't pop in 10 videos, you need to either change your niche, your two, mm. or your ideas are just not, it's not there. It's not registering. Okay. So, Number four is what? Optimize. Once you put out your 10, uh, we just did a chess channel for one of our partners and they did their first 10. They're now about to be monetized within less than a month. So now that we have that channel about to be monetized, we're going to optimize it. How, okay, what are we doing well? We're getting attention. So we're getting views. Mm -hmm. We're getting, we're getting um the views. But what about how long people are watching it? The AVD, average view duration. That's mm. the second part. Are we keeping attention? And if we're not keeping attention, what do we need to change? Is the writer, so we start looking at graphs and charts and I break it down to the team. Hey, the intro, the 30 seconds, people are falling off. Let's do a wow. better intro. This is where people are staying. Let's keep that the same. So then I start going to the team, the editors, the voiceover artists, uh, and then we start working on, and the writer, and we start working that that second piece to optimize the channel. Number five is? Scale. So once you have optimized your channel and you milk mm -hmm. the revenue you can make, then you start um, doing brand deals and sponsors. They'll reach out to you. Then you can start doing affiliate offers and selling courses through your channel. You can start doing print on demand. Mm. Uh, you can also start doing um niche scaling so you can start another channel in a similar niche and start kind of cross promoting but only after you've optimized the channel so by just going through this process you monetize the channel you can literally create about four or five different income stream from the scaling piece and then when do you decide to exit um you decide to exit really when you're ready um for me yeah. I understand the trends, the ebbs and flows of YouTube. So if you have a channel that takes a lot of your attention and it's like, uh, I have 20 channels and this channel is taking a lot of attention and it's not making nearly as much as these, let's just mm -hmm. exit. Or if you got into a niche early and you made six figures in a year, which we've done a lot, well, you realize the channel is going to eventually start declining in revenue if you don't build a brand and start taking mm -hmm. up some of that market share.
So that may be the best time to exit to someone that's actually interested in F1 and they will brand it and they will start buying other, maybe TikTok accounts, IG mm -hmm. accounts, and they'll, they'll build a newsletter around it, give it to them and let them buy it. So it just depends on your, your actual goals right now. Um, I'm building a portfolio for, for passive income, but I'm also having to sell channels at times too for capital. Maybe I want to yeah. put into some real estate. So we, we do a little bit of everything. No, I love it, man. I, I love that niche and how you're able to build it, scale it, and sell it, right? Mm -hmm. Which I think is genius. So with that said, since we, we're kind of running out of time, right? Um, One, what is that like small biz tips you will share with anybody, any entrepreneurs that said, you know what, this sounds mm -hmm. dope. I want to get into YouTube. What would be mm -hmm. like with that one small biz tip you will share with them? And then mm -hmm. how do people get in touch with you and tell us, you know, how can they work with you if they want to do that too? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll, I'll say this. The fastest way from point A to point B is a straight line. Everyone played that game telephone in school where the teacher gives a message to the student. That mm -hmm. student passes that message down to another student and so on. It go in a circle. By the time that message gets back to the teacher, it's distorted. So if you want to learn some information, the fastest way is to find someone at the point B and mm -hmm. pay them to learn what they know. Do not waste their time. Um, there's nothing free in this world. You, I made $100,000 mistakes now, right? So you can do it your way, you do it your own way and go through those mistakes and spend time or you can find the experts in the space. The best way to find out who's an expert in the space is to just do your research, be smart. Uh, if someone is talking about what they're making on YouTube, but they're not showing any channels, I don't, I'm not paying you anything, right? <laughs> like I'm not paying you any money. And you, <laughs> you can't even show me one channel. What, we're already on the wrong type of, this is not the right relationship. So um, if you want to reach me, I'm on all platforms. So mm. Twitter is Billy Digital. Um, my Facebook account is William Beard. That's W-I-L-L-I-A-M-B-E-A-I-R-D. We have a um, YouTube community. So it's YouTube automation community. I'm always in there dropping gems. Mm. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Billy Digital as well. I'm dropping gems on there, have channels for sale. Um, you can reach me through YouTube as well. Um, that's William Beard. My YouTube is um, first and last name. And then we also have channely.io. You can actually go there and sell your channel and buy channels. Um, Ooh, we didn't even get into that. Yeah. Channely.io. It's a marketplace yeah, you, can. you can buy or sell your channels. We got to put that link in the chat for everybody. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. Wow. Uh, yeah talk so, about that for two seconds before we <laughs> yeah, yeah so um you can get scammed a lot buying channels uh so i decided to both being a buyer and seller i decided to start channely.io that's c-h-a-n-n-e-l dot i-o well l-y dot i-o so channely uh, with a y dot i-o and what i did was created this marketplace where you can come in and sell your channel and we give you a free valuation so we're going to go in and tell you what your channel is worth why it's worth that. And if you actually want to buy a channel, we go in and we get the PL for you. We verify the ownership. We put all the documents together for you and we manage it. So if you don't want to manage the channel after buying it, you don't know what you're doing. You want passive income. We manage it for equity split. Wow. So there's a lot of great things going on at Channely. You can go there right now and check out some of the new channels we have. We have a bunch of great ones in anime, um, football, going out there, tech. Um, we always have new channels coming in. So uh, many ways to reach me. I'm I'm not hard to reach. Uh, if, if you just if you look for me, you'll find me. And uh, I love it, guys. Check out Billy. He is amazing. As you see, he is a wealth of knowledge. 
Thank you for jumping on, brother. This was awesome. Oh man, we might have to you have you come back for a round two, man, bro. Man, <laughs> thank you. I, I would love to, man. I'd love to get inside. Um, I, I mean, it was good to talk about the building side of things because right yeah. before you sell a channel, you need to understand how to build. And um, I would love to come back and talk about the 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 other side, like exiting and acquisition. Yes, yes, we gotta do that. Thanks again, guys. Please check out Billy. He is freaking awesome, and definitely check out channel.io.